I've got the raw blue. Vince Russo, my man, how are you? You really want to know, Chris. At, 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 at what point does Vince McMahon offer an apology to like everyone like who is watching? Like at what point does Vince McMahon, bro, I remember many years ago, many, many years ago, people will remember this when, you know, I, I began with the attitude era and then Ed Ferrara joined me. And at the start of it, Vince went and cut a promo Remember what Vince went and cut a promo and said, this is not going to be no more silly, stupid 1970s fake wrestling. It's going to be this, that, and the other thing. Okay, at what point does Vince McMahon apologize to us again? Bro, this is a joke. joke. I'm embarrassed for him, and I'm going to say something, bro. I have no sympathy for the idiots running around in the back looking like complete idiots. I don't care if you're my friends. I don't care if I have a relationship with you. I don't care if I don't know you. I don't care if you hate me. You look like a bunch of idiots between last night and tonight. The (laughs) WWE roster must have an IQ of 100 combined, bro. You're going to let this guy make you look that stupid? And you're gonna yes sir him, no sir him because of the paycheck. Like you're incapable of making that same pay- paycheck on your own. Over really, an egg, bro? Vince. An egg over over a golden Come on, egg. Chris. Come on, bro. Give me a break, man. Give me a break. This revolves around a golden egg. That's Russo. A golden egg. Yep, that's what we're. This is 2021, <laughs> bro. They did this in Willy Wonka. Remember the girl, the, the with the golden goose that laid the golden eggs, and yeah. they did this in Willy Wonka, bro. Yeah. Willy Wonka in nine. If I'm correct, 1971. Yeah. Like what, what is this a like really, man? Is this a rib on the audience? Are they laughing, bro, in an office right now talking about how bad can we make this until everybody stops watching? Vince, it's 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 Vince McMahon's dry humor that's stuck circa 1971. That's something I that's that's basically where it is. Even if you, if you think about it this way, you've got Bruno San Martino. Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, The Rock, The Undertaker, Triple H, Golden Egg. Like, I just, it, it's just one of these things are not like the other. I mean, that's the, the Bro, old Sesame of, Street. Think about every era you just talked about, starting with Bruno, going through Hogan, Warrior, every era. Think about. That shot on the Survivor Series yesterday. Think about Roddy Piper and Kurt Henning and Scott Hall and Kevin Nash waiting for the limo to pull up. Vince McMahon and these guys are clapping like absolute imbeciles. Right. Think about that. Think about Bundy and Big John Studd. Think about those guys clapping like idiotic children because a 76-year-old 
demented man drives up with a goal. Think about think think about that, bro. Think about Taker yeah. and Kane. You know, yeah. th- think about all those guys. Th- Austin, Austin's yeah. the first one pushing everybody out of the Think about those guys doing that. Yeah. Think yeah. about that, bro. Hogan and Savage are just yeah, excuse me. Savage, I mean yeah, exactly. there's Vince. There's Vince. Yeah. Ooh, think about Vince. that, bro. Think think about that. Yeah. Wow. They yeah, should all be ashamed of themselves, the entire roster. I, I don't want to hear anything from the roster anymore. I don't want to hear anything. This guy is making you look like a blithering idiot. I don't care what he's paying you, bro. I don't care. And you know what? I, when, 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 the, when the Vince versus Vince comes out, you're going to see firsthand, no, bro, not everybody has a price. He's mm-hmm. not going to make a fool and an idiot out of everybody because he's Vince McMahon. At right. what point do you guys stand up as a group and a unit and say, are you freaking kidding me, bro? Right. Right. Like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Like my spot on Raw, I, I I came from home and flew or most likely drove to Brooklyn from yesterday and today from wherever I live drove to Brooklyn, New York, or flew and drove to Brooklyn, New York, just someone like a Drew Gulak, for instance, from where he stays, Brooklyn, New York, what's your spot? I want you to look like an absolute idiot throwing around stuff, looking for a go to neck. There you go. That's your, that's your spot. I I don't, I don't feel sorry for these people anymore. I I don't feel sorry for anybody on the road. I don't want to hear it, bro. Cause never in a million years would that guy make me ever look that stupid. Never in a million years, bro. Never. These are, these are all adults too. These are all adults. And then, and then, then, bro, you got like to the point of like, they don't even care. So the winner is supposed to get a title shot. So you got Rhea Ripley turning over tables in the back because she wants to fight Biggie. Rhea Ripley really wants to fight Biggie. Really? You really want to see what that looks like? Really? Really? Rhea Ripley wants to fight Biggie. But then they enforced the gender clause on the 24-7 championship that the man couldn't fight the woman. But Rhea Ripley wants to fight the exactly. man's that's, that's it in a nutshell, bro. That, that is it in a nutshell, man. The inconsistency, ladies and gentlemen. Zach yeah, with the $5 I, I super chat. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. If only Vince Russo were there to be the filter. Yeah, exactly. Bro, I did not, I'm not going to waste a second of my time watching the Survivor Series, but... I was doing a show today, and Stevie Richard brought it up on the phone when when Vince pulled in. I was like, "Are you? Are you? This is pathetic. Yeah, this is. And bro, you see everyone trying to get favor with Vince. They're all up in the front of the line. Dana Brooke was the first one there. They're all up in the front of the line, cheering them and carrying on like they're five, like they're five, bro. Yeah, yeah." I mean, like at this point, well, I mean, what <laughs> you have to you have to consider your your personal dignity at this point. Yes, yes. Like you you yes, you Chris. have like you have to consider that as a grown man or a grown woman, you have to consider your dignity at this. Point. Chris, do you have a boss at work, or are you the boss? I, I work for a private practice. I'm an independent contractor. So there's an office manager, but my, I'm my own boss. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, you, Chris, it's kind of like this. It's kind of say, you know what, Chris, we, 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 we've decided something. Uh, from now on, when you interview your patients, Chris, uh, we'd like you to interview them uh, just wearing your underwear. 
Just, just your own, just boxers, Chris. You're, you're going to interview them in your boxes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. No, really? Like, bro, listen, Chris, we got to ask ourselves the question. What wouldn't these people do? That's true. Like, so what, 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 if, if Vince asked them, what wouldn't these people do? Would they have done their stat scene in, in, their, in their underwear? I yeah. think they would have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah, what wouldn't they do? The, this guy talks. What wouldn't you freaking do, bro? Yeah. And he thrives off of that. Yes, he does. Attention. Chris. He, he, he thrives off of it. You know what I mean? He, 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 wants, he wants that superiority. He wants that position. He thrives off of it. You know, just, and again, I, I can see. I can see right through him from a per, from a psychological standpoint because that's what I do every single day. I look at someone like a Vince McMahon sitting across from a Sami Zayn or a Sonya Deville or Adam Pierce, and I'm like, okay, these are people who are basically worshiping the ground that Vince McMahon walks on, and he's going to take every single moment of that and say, hey, I'm 76 years old. I don't got much left, so I'll just go ahead and continue to – be have the superiority complex against all these people and make them look like absolute idiots because shows how, how much power I have, yeah. as, you know, as, as the man. I mean, that's essentially what what it's what happens, man. With someone someone like a Vince McMahon, a personality like a Vince McMahon, that's when you, that's what happens when you deal with someone who has like a superiority complex. And so it, it's it's really sad to see Vince. And I, again, I, I look at it from a, a personal, just the, the standpoint of an adult human being, yep. you know, like yep. it, it, is the money that good for you to lose your dignity over a spot on raw that does not help you whatsoever. makes you look even more like a fool. And again, what's the payoff? You know I mean? What, what, what's the end game? There's none for like a Drew Gulak or a Kyo Tozawa. People just throwing chairs, looking for an egg to get a, a WWE title shot, knowing that they're not going to get the shot, knowing that it's not going to do anything. You know what I mean? At least someone like an R-Truth, at least he's funny. You know what I mean? At least he looks, he, he goes into the woman's room and say, oh, no, well, no one's there. He, he He's kind of made a gimmick out of it. You know what I mean? Like uh, maximizing my minutes, uh, at least I'm going to make – if, if I'm going to look like a, a fool doing this, at least I've created a gimmick doing it. You know what I mean? Like there's, he has some type of, a, some type of something going on. Although, although his moments get stretched out a little bit, he's our truth. He's known to be funny. He's kind of made something from it, but someone like, uh, uh, Viking Raiders, for instance, they're supposed to be this raw, just Neanderthal of a tag team, and they're running around chasing the 24 7 championship as a team. You know, Chris, I got to tell you this. I got, and this why I, I don't have sympathy to, for the talent anymore. I don't want to hear it. I don't have sympathy for any of you guys. In 2012, Chris, I walked away from TNT. A TNA. And I walked away from TNA because I felt I was being disrespected. And I told Dixie Carter straight out, there's no price for my for my respect. There's no price. You're not going to disrespect me. Chris, here's my point. I walked away of a six figure job. I didn't have anything else. I didn't know what I was going to do next. Podcasting, I didn't even know existed. 
I walked away because of my self-respect and dignity. Now, Chris, keep in mind, I was getting paid as a writer. Mm-hmm. These talents we're talking about, Chris, they're not poor people. Right. They're not for for as long as as many of them have been in the business. I guarantee you those people have saved a hell of a lot more money than I had when I walked away. Yeah. So I don't I don't I don't want to freaking hear it. I don't. He's making you look like butt clowns. He's yeah. making you look like idiots. He knows he's doing it. They're laughing at you. At what point do you say, you know what, bro, there's no dollar value on my pride and respect and dignity? At what point do you say, I can't wait to get into my series, bro, because I just faced this with him, Chris. I just went through this with him. And I I promise you, my outcome was a lot different. Hmm. Yeah. And and to to your point, Vince, I know. I'm actually within texting with some top stars that are there. <clears throat> and there's people who, speaking of the whole money thing, uh, if you're not married, a lot of the people are rooming with each other. You know what I mean? As, and so they're, it's not about their like scrapping for, for dollars. I know, I know people now, like I know people who are like in the WWE right now that I can just text right now that have roommates, you know, with other WWE people or they're dating someone there and they're, and then they're rooming, rooming together. So it's not like, you know, if someone loses their job, it's not like they're going to be homeless. They, they make enough money to be able, and and most of them are living in apartments. Mm -hmm. And so they have enough money to cover, you know, emergency funds, you know, a rainy day fund or something like that. And then if you think about it, they're going to be a lot of those people are going to find some way to make money through mm-hmm. indies and things like that. So there's not, so there's other forms of income that's going to, that, that would help you with your brand. You know, it's so funny about, you know, it's so funny Vince. I'm not a big fan of the young bucks, never have been really, but I do appreciate the fact that they made the decision to say, we're not going to, uh, fall under the WWE um, uh, em- emasculation, so to speak. And we're not going to make that decision to basically be uh, a shell of ourselves or not rep- truly represent who we are as a Young Bucks team just to be under the WWE umbrella. We're going to do business of our own and make money and, and make it work for our own. Same thing with Cody. Cody at the Cody was like, you know, hey man, it's 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 time it's time to really make some create my own brand. I've been a WWE guy from from birth. I mean, from from jump. Born basically, his career started in the WWE. He didn't have any indie experience or anything. When he left the WWE, he started doing indie stuff. He started really creating his brand. And of course, you know, he helped with AEW. I, I, from a business standpoint, I can respect that. I can respect someone like a Cody. I can respect someone like a, a Young Buck. So though, again, I've never been fans from a wrestling standpoint, from a business standpoint, and from a branding standpoint, I can respect it because those are two people, the Young Bucks, that said, look, we've been offered there's there's been contracts we had our little thing with booker t back in the day you know what i mean with respect to him and not saying hi or whatever it was but now it's like nah 
I, I, I'd rather not do that. And then, and then you have people like a Matt Cardona, for instance, who thought the dream was in the WWE, but oddly enough, he's way more over now than when he was when he was in the WWE. You know what I mean? So and, and, stuff like that shows yeah. that there's life outside of WWE in the pro wrestling. Business. And Chris, who knows if you're a WWE talent, who knows who wants to do business with you? Who knows, bro, if people have already contacted the WWE? I want so-and-so to do a commercial. I want so-and-so to, to promote my brand. And how many how, how many times could the WWE have said no without no. you even knowing it? That's you don't know how many people are on there out there waiting to do business with yeah. you i mean my god you, you're gonna sit there and tell me that there aren't people 10 people deep 10 companies deep wanting to do business with eva marie like right. are you free you're, you're an idiot if you don't <laughs> and, and that's what these guys don't understand that yeah. you know vince mcmahon is this grand mystical poopa that's mm. making you look like an idiot and you probably got six people out there that are just waiting for your release yeah. so they could make you some kind of an offer yeah you see it a lot like when morrison left he ended up having like a bunch of belts all at once uh when mysterio left his his brand shot through the roof like when Brody lee left he became you know tnt champ with you know he had a, a vignette became a leader of the dark order uh, just wiped the floor with cody rose to become T tnt champion like there's so many people that can go down the list of when they left wwe their brand actually went up ftr for instance i mean they were uh wearing turkey suits uh you know on 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 raw or on smackdown or whatever it was wearing turkey suits looking like absolute idiots they leave and now you know they're triple a champs and they had a really really good uh, uh win loss record still does an aw managed by tully blanchard you know what i mean so there's there, i mean the list goes on as far as people who actually have an increased uh stock leaving the wwe and again i think stuff like that and, and seeing stuff like that it should it doesn't seem like it really has but it should give talent in the back stuff like uh you know <laughs> like i think well, that there's chris, life outside of wwe chris it's not even that it, it's it's more to it than that and chris i'll be honest with you like what i make now per year Okay, is is literally about half of what I made as the head writer of the WWE Attitude. Mm -hmm. I make about half of that now. The reality of the situation, Chris, is that half of that is more than enough for me yeah. to live, yeah. more than enough for me to support my family, more than enough for me to enjoy life you know i bro you 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 don't first of all when you really sit down and you t you, you look at what you really need to survive mm -hmm. all, what happens bro is the more money you make the bigger the house gets and yeah. the more cars you buy and the higher the more you don't need that shit bro here's the guy who's telling you i'm making half the amount of money up now which is plenty yeah. Wh whatever i want i get 
I'm living very comfortably. So I don't, it's like, I've, I've been through it, bro. Yeah. Like I've been through it and yeah. I'm a writer. I'm yeah. not a freaking talent, bro. Yeah. I was a writer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, really the, you know, to your point, I mean, you know, uh, I'm, I'm in a very lucrative spot as a, as a, as a psychology doctor making good money. And, you know, my, my, I, I'm, I make enough my on my own to have a one income household. You know what I mean? So, and my wife has her own business, you know what I mean? So she's just stacking up and storing those funds. And so, you know, it, it could work. You know what I mean? If you're yeah. not, if you're not spending so much money on so much things, yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a big work-life balance guy. I'm a like, Hey, you know, save money, but yeah. spend, you know what I mean? Self-care, fine dine, you know, <laughs> have fun, go out, you know, go out to eat. You know, but you can still do that without feeling the burden of making more money and more right, money. Because because right. because when you get to that point, you start to lose yourself for the dollar. You know right. what I mean? And it's not and it's not worth it. it it's right. really not worth it. You can you can really have a very plentiful life. And still have your peace of mind. Yes, that's it, man. Peace that's of mind really is invaluable, Vince. Yeah, it, it, it really is invaluable. Yep. It, it it is it's worth it far surpasses any dollar amount that you could give me. If I'm yep. losing my peace of mind for it, yep. no, thank you. I, I, I don't I don't want it. I, I don't yep. want it. Yep. You know, I, I've been offered. Uh, I've been I've been offered pro. I've been offered pro wrestling contract twice uh, uh, for independent, and 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 then, you know I was thinking like. It's funny because uh, the the first time I was uh, out of high school and I was in decent shape and, you know, I'm six one, you know, what I mean, big guy. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm 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 in better shape now than I was 20 years ago. And even then people are like, yeah, um, yeah I, I want to offer you a spot. I was thinking in my head, I was like, ah. Uh, you know, I was like, we yeah, had that big dream, that big WrestleMania. You know, what I mean, I was just like, eh, I think I, I think I'm good. You know, and then about five or six years ago, I was at B Dubs actually, and I was just with some friends watching wrestling, and because it used it used to be uh, the pay per views used to be, you could you can watch it free over there, and so I would watch pay per views over at B Dubs, and. There was this guy. There was these couple guys from this uh, independent promotion in Ohio. They're like, "Yeah, man, you got a good build, man. What do you, what do you think about uh, uh, training and wrestling for our promotion?" <laughs> I was like, "No, man. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good, man. I, it was, it was, you know, it was a, a boyhood dream." As uh, <laughs> talking about Shawn Michaels, and I was like, "Nah," because I at that time, like. Uh, I ended up, I was like, you know what? I, I prefer their journalism, right? And I wanted to be a doctor. Like that was, that was my thing. I, ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a doctor. I watched the Cosby show growing up and I was like, you know what? I want to be a doctor. You know, I, I was raised in a hood and I was, you know, wanted to pay it for, for my community. And I was like, I always wanted to be a doctor. And what I want to be that big WrestleMania entrance too. And so when I had those, con when I had those conversations about contracts, I was like, Doctor WrestleMania, eh, eh, Doctor. Yeah, I think I, I think <laughs> I prefer Doctor Rob. Yeah. <laughs> and thank God it was a 
the best option that I could possibly take. And I end up, you know, writing for sports tellers, writing in Fox Sports along the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got yeah. some some good uh, uh, credentials underneath my belt as far as pro wrestling is concerned to say that I've written pro wrestling for Sports Illustrated and Fox Sports. That's pretty cool. So being a doctor and doing that, too. I prefer that over in peace of mind and yeah, still making lucrative mind. income. I prefer that over uh, throwing eggs in the back. back Absolutely, of man. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, on, <laughs> on with the uh, segment, um, Vince, Vince McMahon talks to Adam Pierce and Cyan Deville backing up from yesterday. The, to, to promote the rocks movie, I think it was red notice or something like that. Um, so there's the golden egg. He says he talks to Adam Pierce, Sonyville. Find who it is. If you don't find who it is, you're fired. If you do find who it is, whoever stole, whoever took it, gets a title match, or do Pierce get a title match, or does Deville get a title? This whole thing was just so confusing. So it ends up with Sammy saying, I know who it is. And Vince McMahon being upset who it was, kind of, and then being upset that someone stole it, but the one who stole it gets a title match. Otherwise, Pearson DeVille's fired. I This was just so weird to me, Vince. It, it just didn't make any sense to me. Bro, I got to be honest with you, and I'm just going to say this. Bro, my dad's 90 years old. My dad still plays softball three days a week. My dad at 90 looks better than Vince McMahon. Wow. And bro, I got I'm I'm going to say this. The guy looks terrible. And here's here, here's the part I don't get. With the ego he has. Bro, I don't know why he's putting himself out there looking like that. That that yeah. that part I can't figure out. Because bro, maybe you can help me with this, Chris. Because you got ego, but then you got your vanity. Yeah. He he can't believe that at his age he looks good, and 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 that's the part like I really don't understand. Like Vince, you don't look good. Why are you putting yourself on television? All right. How would you answer that? Yep. Good question. So here we go. Classroom with Dr. Chris here. All right. So I got an illustration here. Um, so when someone's dealing with narcissism. Okay. So you have two faces right here, right? right. So say this face, right? One of the faces has acne and freckles and all different types of uh, just spots on the face, all right? Right. So this is the real person. Someone who deals with narcissism, they convince people to believe that this is how they look. And they put this aside. And basically, they filter themselves to believe this is true. And they veer people away from the reality of the matter to say, oh, no, forget that. This is how I really look. And that's basically uh, a very short synopsis of someone who deals with narcissism. And so throughout someone's whole life, 
basically they're convincing people that they are the filtered version of themselves and not the real version of themselves. Bro, when I had my last talks with Vince McMahon, I swear to God, Chris, the fact that you say that he was positioning himself and trying to come across to me like this was Vince at the top of the Attitude Era, yep. 50 years old, circa night. He he was trying to come across to me like th- this is the guy I was dealing with. Yep. And I'm sitting on the other end saying, no, bro, that's that's not that's yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. You're you're not that guy. And I think, bro, that's that was the miscommunication at the end. Because mm-hmm. Chris, I swear to God, if his emails looked to me like they were coming from a 50-year-year-old, you know, that he's got a you know a sack the size mm-hmm. of grapefruits. Mm-hmm. That's not who I'm dealing with in 2021, bro. That's that's not who I'm dealing with, bro. No, you're you're dealing with someone who's been going through uh, 40 years plus of just intense psychological stress, being in the gorilla position for 40 years, and that is going to take a toll on you, no matter if you're. A, a genetic juggernaut or not right so at, at time time doesn't discriminate it, it's if you're if you're dealing if you're not living a life that is trying is, is as calm as possible or trying to make it as peaceful as possible you know stress usually causes onsets of uh, it, it actually um um exacerbates or 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 uh increases or speeds up uh, onsets of dementia and Alzheimer's. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, and it, and it, and it makes you look older than what you like. It, it makes you look like it. Like eventually that, that, that comes up like that's, uh, uh, meets up with you. And it's one of those things that there's a, uh, like, for instance, perfect example, Betty white in January, I believe she'll be a hundred years old. Wow, really? Holy yes. She's made a career for 80 years making people laugh. You know, I mean that that's that's her stick, you know, Golden Girls. Yeah. You know, uh you name it, you know what I mean? Um she's that's she's she's funny. She 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 makes people laugh. She was just posting IG pictures of herself of herself at 99, still still nimble still in commercials almost 100 years old just still still making people laugh you know what i mean yeah. and so when you have that type of peace of mind when you have that type of uh kind of focus on life to really pay it forward and to have that type of mindset like there's been i mean i'm a doctor in this thing it, it, psychologically it adds years it 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 very well can add years oh, yeah. to your life Yep. You know what I mean? And but when you're dealing and when you're trying to make people think that you're that you're somebody when you're not, and you're the, the root of narcissism is insecurity, actually. And so when you're spending so much time trying to have a superiority complex and making people thinking that you're just, you know, a, a god, you know, uh, and, and at the end of the day, you're still stressed and 
yelling at people all the time and having that type of mentality. You're 76 years old and you look like it. My, my grandmother-in-law is 86. My wife's grandmother, she, she looks amazing. Like, yeah. I mean, like she, she's, she, she's up and she's, she's, she's active, super active, still walking. Every, I mean, she's, she looks like she at least got 10 more in her. You know what I mean? And like, she looks really, really good. She's just real calm, very peaceful, very serene. And she, she's not spending so much time trying to convince people that she, you know, that to, to believe that she's someone that she's not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Vince McMahon has created a lifetime convincing people to believe he's someone that he's really yearning, you know, to be, you know, what yeah. I mean, so that's the bottom line of events. And, and it's sad to see stuff like that and sad to see segments of you uh, humiliating people along the way of trying to really find yourself still at 76. And we see that with raw segments with people tossing tables over a golden egg i mean like if you really bought like like vince just really think about that at the at the, the bottom line of all of this is you have a 76 year old man trying to still find who he is in life you know all the money in the world can't can't buy you you right <laughs> it can't buy you you at the end of the day to make himself look bigger he makes everybody on the roster run around tossing tables and he has a group of people every week chasing a meaningless championship i mean that's that's Bro, every you know what you know you know what the funny thing is too chris like when when rich billionaire powerful men get older they usually disappear mm-hmm. like bro ted turner i like you know how how often do you see a ted turn you, you know what i mean they they kind of right. drift off into the sunset yeah and you yeah. never really see or hear about them anymore but not him bro like not nah, he he ain't going yeah. off in no sunset bro this is why <laughs> this yeah is why. man i mean yeah. that makes a lot of sense to me bro yeah. A lot of sense. Yep. So we have uh, uh, Riddle defeating Dolph Ziggler. Riddle uh, doing cosplay for Randy Orton, having some patches on there, uh, a goatee patch and a mustache, and defeats Dolph Ziggler. And, bro, you know what? The the kids think that's funny, and that's great. That's great. Yeah. Did you notice that he had Drew Gulak's uh, tights on? I didn't notice. Yeah, it had Gulak. I was wondering for like, I was waiting for the commentators to say something about it. Yeah. They didn't say anything about it. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. No one's going to say anything about the fact that it says Gulak on his shorts, you know? So I thought that was a pretty interesting, it would have been a funny type of rib, like if they mentioned it. But the very fact that they're not mentioning it, I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, like, are you supposed to, am I supposed to just not think? not see gulag i think if it's supposed to be satirical mention the fact that he has drew gulag's yeah, uh right, of right. You know, yeah. so the the finding egg segment we see which was absolutely terrible 
Uh, Becky Lynch uh, cuts a in-ring promo. You know what? I actually I'm glad that she went the way that she did because she was getting a lot of Becky chance and things like that. And I've said it before um, on the show that she needs to heal it up a lot more. You know what I mean? And so I'm glad that she healed it up a lot more because it makes people like Liv Morgan, you know, have a better shot than for Liv Morgan trying to get her comeuppance. And then Becky Lynn sucking all those, you know, baby face chants away from her. So, you know, I'm cool with her. I'm still not a fan of Becky Lynch's promos, you know what I mean? But at least, at least at the end of the segment, she was getting booze, which helped someone like a live more. Bro, did they go back to back with promo segments here? Or did I miss something between her and Bianca Belair? Did they go uh, back to back with in-ring promos? She had, Belair had the gorilla position no wait oh she had an in-ring she promos. had an in-ring promo she had pand- yeah. pandering to the crowd like yeah. it was no but oh my so people don't like that anymore bro yeah. that doesn't work anymore man but yeah i just thought that was weird bro because they went from becky's in-ring to bianca belair's in-ring yeah, and i'm like they did i missed something yeah that was that was that was odd and again tamina just feels like an afterthought yeah i mean that's that's basically how they're booking tamina and <laughs> and the commentator's reasoning for Natalia to come out was because Vince said everybody's coming today because of the egg, Natalia can just come out with Tamina now. And she's supposed to be on SmackDown. So, and then it was meaningless for her to be there. It was absolutely meaningless for her to be there. Yep. And so, if you're trying to make Bianca look good, like if you're trying to put Bianca over in all this, they didn't do a really good job at it because. Bianca beats Tamina. Who doesn't beat Tamina, first right. of all? Right. And then she didn't really get any comeuppance on Natalia because she got hit from the uh, you know, backside, I mean, from behind. And Natalia almost had her in the sharpshooter and she just kicked out of it. That's all she got on Natalia. Yeah. And then Dewdrop gets the best of her. So, I mean, at the end of the day, this didn't look, this didn't make Bianca a day after a four to one odds. This is the whole 50-50 stuff. Yep. A day after overcoming a four-to-one odd, she cuts a pandering promo, and at the end of the segment, Dewdrop is the one who gets the all the heat from right. Bianca overcoming four-to-one. I yep. just at least stretch it out more and build up Bianca more. You right. know what I mean? I just right. I don't like the fact that a day later. You're making her feel 50-50. Just yep. absolutely. It's, it's ridiculous to me. I agree with you. Natalia, uh, Seth Rollins against Finn Balor. And, man, just to talk about oh, how, the, uh, how the money have fallen. I mean, you put you put Finn Balor on, on NXT. has a pretty – when he goes back to NXT, he actually, he actually has a pretty good stint there. End up, end up becoming NXT champion. Put him on SmackDown, ends up being with uh, Roman Reigns feuding, you know, feuding with uh, Roman Reigns, which was a decent spot for him. Put him on Raw, and <laughs> man, he's been such an afterthought on Raw. Like you, I remember when I said like the very fact that they had him go against um, 
Dio Madden. No, I don't remember. I don't know. It's I don't know the black guy's Mace or T Bar. I think it's I think he's Mace. I don't I, I, maybe T Bar. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he. Let me see. Let me find out. He is uh, Mace. All right, so he's Mace. So before the season premiere of Raw, you have in the draft picks. Uh, they don't. It's not in effect till next week. But the week before, you just randomly have Finn Balor appear on the on the show. Like it's like he, I can't even get a uh, an, an announcement. I can't. I, I, I'm essentially fighting on the pre-show of the of the see of the season premiere. <clears throat> to me, when they when they did that to him, it was like, oh man, I don't like what they're what they're doing here. Now he's losing to Kevin. No one's clean. He's getting beat up by Seth Rollins. It looks like they're kind of washing their hands on Finn Balor right now, man. Unless he comes back as the demon to get his wins back. Ooh, yeah. You know, he, you know what? You know. That deserves that deserves a, a drum uh, a, a drum beat there. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. that. I think that deserves a drum beat there because I agree with you. He comes back as the demon to get all of his to rack up all of his wins. The only thing is, he only comes back with the demon like once or twice a year though so what does he do does he come back every week now i don't know bro maybe he maybe he uh gets a string of losses for like six months or something bro there you go there you go we get the demon back yeah he at that point in time i don't know how much the uh the demon would matter but yeah it's it's sad it's it's sad to see i mean ben balor He's got Finn Balor is one of those guys that he left the WWE. His stock would just shoot through the roof. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I agree with that. Bullet Club, you know what I mean? Like he's he's a, one of the founding members of the Bullet Bullet Club. So, I mean, he yeah. I mean, if even if he goes back to New Japan as Prince Devitt, like he just Balor's his his stock will be through the roof if he left WWE. So. Um, now we have uh Rollins gets attacked by a fan. Did you see that? I, I, I swear to god, bro, how how sad it how sad is it when when you go online and whatnot? That's the only thing people are taking away from this show. Yeah, that's the only thing they're talking they're not talking about anything else but but Rollins getting uh speared by, by a fan. Yeah. That's all they're talking about about this three hour show. Did you see the picture? I, I got a picture texted to me of someone in the crowd. It was uh, um, Triple H and Becky Lynch and Gorilla, like right where the entrance is, and they were uh, making sure that he was okay. See that? That's Triple H and Becky Lynch right there making sure oh, that he's geez. okay. Oh, <laughs> Are you okay, Sethy? Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, I, I wonder where in the world that that cat came from. Now, here's the thing: if I'm looking at it from a positive standpoint, that's actually a good thing that that he if. But I don't think that it'll. I don't know where where it came from, but I don't know if it's because Seth Rollins is a good heel. 
for him to get jobs. Uh, I don't know why it happened, but I don't. I mean, like I've interviewed Jake Roberts before, and Jake Roberts was like, "Man, I, I, I interviewed him for Fox Sports, and he was like, man, I used to love stuff like that when I was a heel. Like, I used to go out, you know, to the uh, parking lot, and my rentals cars were slashed, and I'm like." Sweet, you know, like that's the, that's that's a plus for me because I'm doing my job as a heel. I don't know if like I know I don't bro. I don't know if that was because of Seth being a good heel. I'm not I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it either, man. I don't know why. I mean, you know, don't do that. You know, what I mean, uh, fans, that was a terrible idea. But I don't I don't know. I doubt it was because he was a good Chris. Heel. You saw the movie The Joker, right? Uh, I think so. I yeah. Think so I, I mean, my, my my point is, I don't know if Seth Rollins is trying to be the Joker with the. That's what I think of with the clothes and the laugh. Gotcha. But there was a whole other psychological side to the. It's like, bro, you're not the Joker without that side. Right. Without that side, you 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 you're a guy that's dressing like an idiot, and you got a fake laugh. Without that other side that yeah. Joaquin Phoenix showed, mm-hmm. you're not the Joker. Yeah, it's like no, yeah, bro. Like anybody can dress like an idiot and have a freaking fake laugh. Yeah, where, where is the depth to that character? Yeah, agreed. I, I don't. It's just kind of, it's kind of superficial to me. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't really see a lot of heat there. Yeah. Um. Next, we have the the other egg segment, another egg segment, and that's then that transitions to Sami Zayn being in Vince McMahon's office. Now, is he on the Raw roster, Zayn? Yeah, Sami Zayn got drafted to Raw. Yeah, so he knew who it was, and so it was. uh, Vince agreed that he would have the title shot. If he told him who it was, all right. So then we go to AJ and Omos defeating the Street Profits by disqualification. Why, Vince? Because Angelo Dawkins said, "Screw it, I'm going to bring my uh, fire hydrant, uh, fire fire extinguisher, yeah, and just uh, just start extinguishing their faces." That's I mean, that's you know, that's that's what I'm going to do today. Yeah, and they it was pre it was premeditated, like they brought it to the ring with them. Like, so I'm willing to, I'm really, <laughs> I'm willing to have a disqualification against Omos. You know what? I can't, I can't do this anymore. Bring out the extinguisher. You know, just and I, I guess the street prophets. I, 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 I'm, I'm guessing they're the heels now. Oh, Sami Zayn's on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, he he is on SmackDown still. Uh, no, the Street Profits is still the baby faces. How are they the baby faces? They use the uh, fire hydrants. Yeah, the, yeah. The how, are they the ba- how are they baby faces doing that? And, and <laughs> side note on Survivor Series, it was like a Raw and SmackDown um, uh, <laughs> battle royal. I don't know if you heard about that. And it was a bunch of people wearing Raw and SmackDown shirts, right? It was an interpromotional battle royal. It was just so weird to me because if this is if this was about brand supremacy, why are people from Raw beating up and throwing out people from Raw 
and people from SmackDown beating up and throwing out people from SmackDown. I just, when I was looking at that on Survivor Series, I'm like, I mean, this is really a time killer. What is this? It makes, again, no sense. Well, bro, also, if you go back to, if I don't know if it was WrestleMania 4 or 5, because they were both at the same place. It might have been 5. Go for a Trump. Uh, Trump's uh yeah uh, yeah if you go back to the WrestleMania with Morton Downey Jr. and Roddy Piper segment yeah yeah, Piper if Mm -hmm. you remember Piper used the fire extinguisher on him why because Morton Downey Jr. was the heel blowing the smoke and Piper Mm -hmm. bro almost had the dude up for the choke slam yeah and he hit so who's the heels and who's the baby face (laughs) that's a good point he, yeah. He, he, what did Almas do wrong to get the fire extinguisher? He's too big. He's too tall. Just, it just, it's stuff like that. That where the frig is your yeah. logic, bro? Makes sense. Uh, good, good comparison for the yeah. uh, Downey Jr. Piper segment. Yeah. Kept blowing smoke in his face. Yeah. Downey Jr. turns around, actually, and panders to the crowd. Yep. Turns back around. There it is right there. Good good yeah, second. Because, because, because Morton Downey Jr. asked for it. Exactly. Almost didn't ask for it by almost winning the match. Right. Just like, simply doing his job. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Um, and next we have uh, the, <laughs> the vignette. Vera Mahan. But Did meanwhile, I thought I thought he I thought I saw him in the back running around for the egg. That was Shanky. Oh, it was Shanky. Yeah. Shanky almost got a shot at the title. Yeah. All he had to do was find that egg. Shanky. That was all he had to do. Oh man. Damn, Shanky, Shanky versus Big E. Oh man. Uh, oh man and uh yeah uh, there's a correction it was at the atlantic city convention center yeah i knew that but they were actually billing it to be at the trump yeah 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 both it was like across it was like next door across the street or something like that yeah yeah um next we have uh carmella and uh queen zelina winning the uh women's tag team championships i had a really strong feeling this was going to happen I'm actually surprised that they're pushing Zelina so much with her being uh, Malachi Black's wife. Well, bro, I was also reading something where she said Vince apologized to her about the 9-11 match. Remember, he, uh, uh, he yeah, so may, may, I, God, I, I, I can't imagine I, I'm saying maybe Vince felt bad, mm. but maybe this is their way of making it up to her. But I'm watching this and I'm like, Bro, wasn't Nikki Cross in the main event on Raw like three months ago? Yeah. What she was yeah. in the main event, bro. Yeah. 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 This, I mean, this whole gimmick was DOA events. Oh, they, they they tried to continue to like she just feels so much like an afterthought. Like uh, they're even they're even her and Carmella, Zelina Vega and Carmella is even saying, Yeah, Rhea's important. But Nikki, like I'm just even in the promos, yeah. I'm listening to the promos. I'm like, whoa, like she that's how much be, of an afterthought she is. She could be on that next list. Uh, yeah, just a, I would have rather saw like Nikki Cross when she was like the deranged lunatic. That had a better feel to be with Rhea Ripley. Like yeah. Rhea Ripley is more tied to that. 
yeah. than some strange bedfellow tandem with almost superhero. It was just really weird from the very beginning. Bro, is Alexa Bliss on SmackDown? She's on Raw. Is she hurt? She took some time off. Uh, I know that she's engaged and she needed she I think she wanted some time off. She took all, she's taking a lot of time she's off. She's been off since Extreme Rules. When was that? Uh September. Um uh, yeah, she's I think been, it was because I was she, there. Yeah, she's been out at least eight weeks, at least. Yeah. Um it was September 26th. So she's been gone for two months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I don't remember all the TV time they put in the heart. Yeah. Yeah. The Harley Quinn type of type yep. of deal. And yep. yes, it's sad to see. She got drafted the Raw. They even announced her name, but uh uh someone's saying she had no surgery. So okay, well, there, there you go. Two months. Uh, Seth Rollins, uh, uh, John Cena. Seth Rollins broke John Cena's nose, and he was back in a few weeks. So, um, and 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 Sheamus got his nose broke and started wearing the mask. So, I mean, there's eight weeks no surgery. Okay, I, I don't know how deep that nose surgery was, but yeah, maybe she wanted some time off because she was getting burned out. Perhaps so. We'll see. Yeah. Um, next we have the Austin Theory, Sami Zayn, Vince McMahon segment, uh, where Vince uh, says, Hey, you know, bro, you, you got to understand something. You're talking to a guy that wrote for Vince McMahon and Steve Austin, Vince McMahon and Mick Foley, Vince yeah. McMahon and The Rock. Yeah. Bro, I'm watching this guy in a room with Sami Zayn and like th- that that's how I'm feeling when I'm watching this. Yeah. I'm like what? Good point. Bro, I I I mean literally bro, it would be like seeing t- Tom Cruise all of a sudden doing a movie that goes straight to DVD. Mm. Like that that's like bro, like you're going to put these guys in the same category of who you did iconic business with that you you're even in the same scene as taking a, selfies with uh oh my Austin god Theory. bro i'm like give me a break man <laughs> this is what wwe has become taking a <sighs> selfie with with austin theory ladies and gentlemen yep. so yeah uh i wonder how vince mcmahon like but your theory is vince mcmahon likes austin theory right that's what you feel about you you feel that You there? I, I I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think you said something about like uh, I was trying to look for Austin Theory. Okay, yeah, he actually literally IG'd the picture of the the egg. <laughs> it literally has a bunch. Like this is my first time on his IG, and he literally has a bunch of. Uh, his selfies with different people. Yeah, I think he puts uh, them all up on the yeah, last one. He has uh, the one with Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really a thing on IG. So, wow. Uh, oh, so I think he ever has. Oh, he put it on. Uh, he put it on Twitter. 
He put the selfie on Twitter, Vince. With Vince. <laughs> Look at Vince. Look at your boy Vince. <laughs> Take that away. Look at that. Look at that smile. Look at that smile, Vince Russo. That's the genetic jacket right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so what we got? What we got next? We got uh, we got the Cedric Reggie Dana Brooke gimmick. Oh. Hey man. Uh both of the bounces are champs now. Mandy's chip toy uh uh NXT Women's Champ and Dana Brooks 24-7 champ. See, bro, they need to split up to get the success. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what's sad though? Like Dana Brooke is like legit, like marking out that she won the 24-7. Oh god. Yeah, bro, you saw her, you, bro. All you had to, all you gotta do is, is watch her in the scene when the limo pulled up. Yeah, she was like throwing everybody yeah. behind. Like, it, it this was, is my it, night. This is was, it was embarrassing. I mean, bro, I don't know Dana Brooke from a hole in the wall. That that was embarrassing to watch. Yeah. It, it was absolutely embarrassing to watch. Yeah, where you're at right now, like you're marking out for winning the most expendable championship on the roster right now. Yeah. Um, and again, the claw <laughs> Rhea Ripley could have won against Big E. But ain't no man touching Dana Brooke, yeah, though. Right, that's exactly. for sure. Right, right. <laughs> doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. Uh, lastly, defeating uh, the Mysterios. I mean, there you go. I mean, good way to put make him look dominant. I mean, that's uh, I guess the, I guess that maybe that's continue to plant seeds to a Myster- uh, Dominic heel turn. But I don't see I don't see Dominic. I don't. I think he's just too green right now. I think he needs to 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 build his character a lot more. Yeah, I, I, I I would not buy him as a heel right now. Yeah, me either. Uh, Liv Morgan cuts an interview interrupted by Becky Lynch, and to uh, get smacked. Uh, that's really all you got right there. Yeah. Uh, U.S. title open yeah. challenge. Apollo Cruz. He comes out. <laughs> okay. Now help me help me out with this, Vince. Someone who isn't really getting very good t- television time. He says, I'm going to come out and say, no, I don't want the, the opportunity to be, uh, become U.S. champ. I, I, it, is, is he hoping for a world title shot? Or, I mean, wh- why would you come out and say no? Like, if that's the case, everybody else who didn't want the title shot, just come out and say no to him. Too. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't understand how that made sense. Why would you put him? It just made him look like an idiot. It wasn't. It, it, it was a spot, bro, for them to figure out a way to put him on TV, whether it made sense or not. That's really what it was. I mean, that's yeah. what you got here. We got to get him on TV. TV. We haven't seen him in a while. Do this. Doesn't matter that it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> And who would deny a United States Championship Open Challenge spot? I don't. I don't understand how someone would come and say, "No, nah, I don't want to be U.S. champ." Yep. It doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, Sami Zayn is the one who uh, who uh, who uh, comes out and accepts, but he loses against Damian Priest, who's uh, 
He's he's getting he's starting that main streak. He's his he's eyes really, getting real yeah, bug eyed. The funny he's, faces again. He's funny real bug eyed and just yep. Like, ah, yep. Yeah, yep. it's just starting. It's, it's turning. He's turning. He's turning the leaf, Vince. You better yep. watch out for him. Yep. Biggie defeats Austin Theory. Austin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to zoom through this, man. But let's do it, Joey. Time out, time out, Joey, time out, Joey. Bro, help, help me with this one really, Chris. It's Big E, the champion, versus Austin Theory, right? Mm-hmm. Why is the champion coming out first? I, oh, my gosh. I've had so bro, many this, conversations. Bro, like this that. is like, this, this literally, bro, this is Muhammad Ali versus Chuck Wepner yeah. when Muhammad Ali was the champ yeah. and Muhammad Ali coming out first right. and then Chuck, th- that's what this is here. Yeah, yeah, what? I agree. I mean, and again, what, d- does Big E not point that out? True. I agree with you so much. I, I, I despise when champions come out first. I just, I don't like, I I think that there, there needs to continue to be polishing of someone's character you don't want to make it look worse you want to do everything possible to make biggie look like a legitimate star especially since he lost a meaningless match the night before to roman reigns cleanly just pinned by roman reigns and you have him come out first in the main bro, event would, against bro, would, would hulk hogan ever have come out first ever ever no. I, what, what what is that and it's like hulk hogan versus like you know like lanny steve poffo. lombardi steve lombardi steve lombardi I, i'll at least give him lanny poffo you know okay, what i mean i'll give him lanny yeah, poffo because oh. at least you know at least that was a saturday night's main event match at least poffo had a, a red bull gimmick as a genius right so he comes out so he's going against poffo he's going against the genius he comes out first though Against the genius, against Poffo. And then on top of that, bro, on top of that, look how much Biggie gives him in this match. Too much. Oh my God. I'm like, are you like serious? Bro, bro, I'm there. Drew McIntyring, Big E. I said that three weeks ago. It's they're booking him the same exact way they booked. Drew, bro. I said that three weeks ago. I just don't understand why you're making the WWE champion feel like everybody else. Like when you're winning the WWE championship, you're the best person. You're the you're the best wrestler at the moment in all of the company. Now, if you keep like having 50-50s with other and, and, and giving people so much. Again, like an Austin Theory, an up-and-comer, you know, stud athlete, lots of potential. But this early, though, main eventing against Big E and getting a whole bunch in against the, the WWE champion who needs to be built up as much as possibly can because, again, he lost a meaningless match the night before against Roman Reigns, and he wrestled in the mid-card a week before. And he wrestled in the beginning of the show the week before that. I mean, the week after that. So he's not 
standing out. There's nothing about Biggie that's standing out from the crowd. Well, bro, think about that too. And usually it's because they have their sights on someone else. Right. Who do you guys say on? Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens. Seth and, Rollins? And Seth Rollins. Like who who else on this show? Would you build up more as a champion than than, than Big E? Le- Leslie already had the spot. Right. Who else? Who, who, there's nobody else, bro. It's no. not like Savage is waiting in the in the wings. Right. There's no one else, bro. Right. He needs to come out and just destroy people. I mean, like, there's there's no doubt in my mind that he needs to be built like that. Just destroying people. I don't see why you wouldn't do that. Like, wouldn't the wouldn't the goal be to help build the champion? I just don't understand why you no, would not, want not, to not, make him not, not if he's a placeholder, bro. And and that's, that's what true. he feels like. That's what he feels he, like. Right? Yeah, he he didn't have to feel that way. That's no. that's the thing. He doesn't have to feel that way. He he looks he looks like he can beat most of most people in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he's yeah. a bulldozer. But at the same time, he's making it feel like he's a placeholder. I agree. He's making yeah. it feel that way. But who is he hold like who's who's gonna beat him? Is we're gonna Seth Rollins gonna beat him again? And then and then who? Who's who's the baby face that you're gonna be building next? Like right now, he's the baby face for Raw that you need to focus on. Yep. Who else on Raw that's a baby face that as a fresh baby face, uh, you're not, not going to, uh, they may do Finn Balor, but I don't, I don't, I don't see Finn Balor being the, the next guy on the, on the, on the line next in line for a WWE championship. No, bro. No, bro. No. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of champion, this guy used to be, Oh, there's another. There's there's something else. There's another timeout. Very very nice. Joey, Joey, Joey. Timeout, 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 Joey, timeout, Joey, Joey. I was about to close, but not yet, Joe. Oh, not yet. I can't (laughs) let this one go. So Austin Aries, Austin Theories, whatever his name is, gets the big title shot, bro. Holy shit. Holy crap. crap. (laughs) This is a one in a million. I don't know when I'm ever this may be. You know how hard it is to get title shots, Dr. Chris. Holy Mac, this is my opportunity. I'm going to shake up the world. I'm going to shock the world. I'm going to get distracted by two guys fighting on the outside during my WWE. Bro, are you kidding? Like seriously, bro? I peeped seriously, that too. He was just sitting there watching them. That, like that he was, like so he was just sitting there, just. Like he was. Bro, just, do, he was do, do you hear what I just said to you? Yes. Why is Austin Theory not telling that to the agents? Why right. isn't he saying, "Wait a minute, I earned this title show. Who knows when I'll get another one? This is a one in a." I I think I'd be paying attention during my match. Because they'll, they're because they're manipulating him, saying, "Well, this is done to protect you. Like we're we're going to protect you. Austin. Oh yeah, we, we, we right see there. a lot in you, Austin. We're going to protect oh, you by man. having you oh. want, but look like an idiot looking so at two bad. other people who have nothing to do with the match, who aren't affecting your title shot, oh, your opportunity. God. They're not affecting this whatsoever by being outside fighting. I like if I'm the champ, if I'm the number one contender." In a match, 
I don't care if two people are fighting. This is as long as you don't come into the ring. Fight. I don't care. Bro, I'm going bro, to not be distracted by it. Bro, again, we, we got an MMA fight. Yeah. Okay. The champion's in the ring against some challenger. Yep. Okay. Uh, number one contender, number two contender are on color. They start getting into it. You think one of those MMA fighters is going to turn their attention to the... It's so ridiculous, bro. This is what I mean. It's so silly and stupid. Yeah. It's it's beyond insulting, bro. Yeah. Beyond insulting. I mean, at the end of the day, think of it this way, Vince. Instead of getting number one contenders matches, like legitimate number one contenders matches, which I used to love when they did uh, in the Attitude Era and the Ruthless Aggression, number one contenders matches. Instead of a number one contenders match, the number one contender for the WWE championship, it's not, uh, we talked about this before. When you think of like MMA rankings, you have the number one, you have the champ, and you have someone who's like a eight or nine who has to work their way up. What we saw today is basically that MMA ranking. We saw the number nine finding an egg for yep. Dana White. Yep. And getting a UFC title shot because of it. But see, here's their logic. Chris, this is the logic. This is the wrestling bubble logic. This protects Austin Theory. Yep. He lost the match because he No, bro, it makes him look like an idiot. Right. How are you protecting him by making him look like an idiot? If he's an idiot... He will never become the WWE champion. Correct. So how are you protecting him by looking like an idiot? Yeah. Looking at a, a fight that had Bro, why 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 couldn't why couldn't Biggie just catch him with something devastating out of nowhere? Right. One, two, three. Yep. But Absolutely. no, you 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 gave him an out because he was distracted, but yet he was distracted because he's an idiot. Okay. Yeah. Because he was watching a a fight outside of the ring that had nothing to do with his match. So that's what you call protecting nowadays, Vince Russo. But one thing that is protected is your personal sanity when it comes to Vince Russo's brand. Yes. Let him know about him, my man. Russo'sbrand.com. Guys, go there and you'll see everything that I do. Uh, this week is the second installment on patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC of Vince versus Vince, where Dr. Chris, I talk about my 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 really two true mentors at the W at WWE and Vince McMahon was was not one of them. Mm. And, and I and I really talk about that in detail. So check that out. Russo's brand.com. Very nice. Russo's brand.com forward slash T. W C or you mess that up every week. <laughs> what do I do? It's two. You got two different things to take away the slash TWC Russo's brand.com. <laughs> you do that what's every the, week where you what, What's it. the TWC? It's Russo's brand.com. Okay. Patreon.com. There you go. Forward, forward slash Russo. T-W-C. Okay, there we go. <laughs> no, egg, no egg for you, bro. No egg for you. There's no egg. No egg for Dr. No golden egg for me. No egg, bro. No, no. I, I didn't get the title shot. Uh, Is that it? Yes, very nice. Beautiful. Very nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> very nice, doctor. 
Cool, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's Dr. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. The long day, doctor. Long it's day. time for me to go. <laughs> lift, lift, lift up the, the 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 piece of paper with the faces, doctor. Lift yes, yes, absolutely. Show us the faces, doctor. There you, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right, this guy over here. Yeah. All right, bro. He's doctor. Remember? He is Vince Russo, ladies and gentlemen. He's the former WCW champion. I am not the former WCW champion. Uh, <laughs> I'm Doctor Chris Brotherstone. <laughs> This is the Leaves of the Raw, ladies and gentlemen. So long. <laughs>